Welcome to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast. Today I wanted to share with you one of our bonus episodes from our other podcast at Student Orientation, which is the Aggie New Student Podcast. Make sure that you tell your students about this. We have lots of helpful uh, advice there for you all to share. But the biggest thing is I wanted to reach out to all of you. As you all know, right now is a very disruptive time uh, throughout the country. Students are being sent home. Everyone's in online class. These are just really unprecedented times. I know for some of you, perhaps you're dealing with unemployment or wondering what the next step should be. So I'm hoping that in this podcast, our team of experts, we have our first generation student, a student orientation coordinator, and we also have Ari Bentley, one of our best psychologists on campus, just talking about the mental health and going through these disruptions and some strategies for getting through it. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Remember, you can find me in the show notes or at usu.edu slash parents. We're all working home remotely, but you're still a part of the Aggie family. Welcome to the Aggie New Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand, and we're here to talk you through it. Today, we're talking about coping with COVID-19. I'm Keaton Howell. I'm a senior at Utah State. Uh, my name is Taryn Jessup. I'm also a senior. I'm a first-generation student as well. I'm Ari Bentley. I'm psychologist at Counseling and Psychological Services. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of talk about some of the, you know, disruptions that have happened because of COVID-19 and maybe some, like, strategies that, that we have to get through it. So, Taryn, do you want to talk about what kind of disruptions you've had? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the largest one that's been a big topic of conversation recently is graduation and commencement. And this is true for college students and high school students in that there was a period of time where our graduation was canceled. And I know there are other institutions where it has been canceled and not rescheduled. There were a lot of feelings of grief and mourning that accompanied that um, as that's like a really key milestone. And especially as a first generation student, that would be the only graduation ceremony that my family would ever attend. So there was a lot of feelings associated with that. But alongside that, I know many friends of mine who have lost their jobs with no real reassurance and when they'll start working again, or who are really struggling with the transition into online classes, as that's not something that comes really naturally to a lot of people. Yeah, that, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm an art student. I'm majoring in graphic design, and, and that is not the easiest yeah. uh, major to do online. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been hard. It's been, it's been a real challenge trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to go about this final semester. You know, we're trying to get our portfolios ready. We're trying to do, finish up final projects, but we don't have, you know, that one-on-one time with professors or with our, our other uh, students. And yeah, it's been difficult, like you mentioned. And and I'm on the same boat with you with graduation. That's something that I was really looking forward to. My family all had hotels booked and, and we're ready to come. Just getting ready to order cap and gown. And yeah, all of that just kind of getting, getting disrupted, canceled for a while, postponed, still kind of up in the air. But yeah, it's been a kind mm-hmm. of a challenge. And as seniors, I think there's also like an added anxiety about entering the workforce soon into an environment that's like very different than what we had been expecting even a month ago. I know people who had internships set up for the summer that have been canceled, but those internships would have like gone a long way in securing them a job moving forward. So that uncertainty is also a little anxiety provoking on top of 
all the news about everything. Yeah, for sure. And I know there's a lot of a lot of high school seniors out there who are, who oh, are yeah. dealing with the same, you know, graduation canceled, prom canceled, and it can be hard. One thing that I've really focused on for these last these last, I guess, two weeks now, I don't even know what how long it's been. Um, <laughs> All blurs together. Is trying to like make a new routine. It's been it's yeah. it's uh, it's challenging to like stop a routine right in the middle of it, you know, that we've been working on since January. And and so mm-hmm. one thing that I've been trying to do is you know schedule out my time. You know, this is when I'm going to work because I'm working from home right now. I know a lot of people have lost their jobs, and but right now I'm I still have a job. So you know, luckily, hopefully. So right now I'm you know scheduling that time, scheduling homework time, scheduling free time because you know you still have mental health to worry about as well going on walks, exercising. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so far it's been it's been helpful, but still need a little push every now and then, a little help from from friends over FaceTime and and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. That's so great and so important though, you know, when classes go online and you're home, it's so easy to stay up all night or it's so easy to sleep in. And when we don't have the routine and being stuck at home all day, I think it really impacts our mood. I find myself feeling bored a lot or really having a hard time motivating myself to do what I have to do if I don't get up and do maintain the routine that you're talking about. How are you all doing with the social distancing piece? I think for me, I'm a pretty extroverted person. So not being able to see people as often has definitely had a palpable impact on me. I've definitely noticed myself like needing to find that extra motivation to like get out of bed in the morning. But I think another a great thing about it is I have found a lot of comfort in just connecting with my peers in any way, whether that be on social media or through FaceTime. That's been a really healing process for me is finding that common ground and being reminded that we're not going through this alone, that we all are connected in this circumstance. Yeah, and for me, similar feelings to Taryn, although it's interesting because I'm an, I'm more of an introverted person. And so mm-hmm. I'm I usually do okay, like just being on my own. I like being at home. I like my home time. I like just watching Netflix and doing homework while I while I watch. <laughs> But yeah, there is something about, you know, when it's my decision to stay home, I'm like totally okay with it. But then when like, (laughs) it's like being like pushed on you, you know, like, hey, you need to stay home. For some reason, it makes it a lot harder. Yeah. So I have been trying to utilize uh, FaceTime. You know, there's apps out there. Like if you like like board games, there's a lot of board game apps. Like I just played Settlers of Catan on (laughs) my iPad with friends last night and FaceTimed them while we did it. So there definitely is like ways to social distance, but still be able to, I guess, virtually hang out. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them, a lot of it being phrased as like physical distancing rather than social distancing, because you can still have that social impact while keeping a distance, which I I do like that terminology. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what, Keaton, what you're saying, you know, that when it's your call to stay home, it's cool. But when you're told (laughs) to stay home, it feels very different. And I think that we talk about like reframing it, right? Like when we say we have to stay home, we're stuck at home versus uh, thinking about we get to stay home or uh, thinking of staying home as, you know, doing our part to protect other people. I think that reframing sometimes makes it a little more easier, I guess, to tolerate, you know, being at home. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying about physical distancing versus social distancing. So true. And I think that, yeah, so I think that um, especially like taking that verbiage and, and changing it from, you know, social distancing to physical distancing, it helps with, with staying connected to each other. Because that's been interesting too, like, you know, going you know, being on campus all day, every day, surrounded by people to suddenly that's just done. 
can be hard, but you know, we have the Aggie family here at USU Mm -hmm. and it's important to stay, to keep that, that social connection there. And I've noticed the universities like doing some good things with that as well with um, student events, you know, those all got canceled, but they have been converting a lot of them to be virtual, like virtual paint nights. Mm -hmm. And so I think as Aggies, you know, we still need to stay connected with each other. And that goes out to to anyone, to, you know, high school friends, to family, you know, like my family setting up a Zoom meeting that we're, that we're going to have just to kind of see each other. I wonder if any of you or if you live with somebody, you know, your family members or roommates are uh, getting more irritable or frustrated. Oh, I was going to say, I definitely have recognized a degree of frustration in like my living circumstances. And I think it's it's hard to navigate like when you're all living your separate lives and some people are taking this a little more seriously than others. Like I know like last week, my roommates invited over quite a few people and that left me feeling frustrated. So kind of finding finding, like that grounds as well of like how your household individually will be handling this, especially when you're not living with family, you're living with like separate students. And that's been an interesting occurrence that I didn't expect to run into. But I think there's a lot of things coming up right now that weren't necessarily expected, but we're, we're learning and growing from regardless. Yeah, my, uh, my roommates, have, we've been pretty good, I think, about taking it serious and about the you know, social or physical uh, distancing. But when it comes to you know, getting stir crazy or, or getting irritable, I think it's important to recognize that like, our feelings are valid, whether it's mm-hmm. my own feelings or my roommate's feelings, like, those are valid and, and it's important to to not like react, to not lash out, to, mm-hmm. to understand that like we all are kind of going through this right now and we all need our own space and our own time and we cope with things differently. But that regardless of how we do it, it's valid and we just need our, our space sometimes. So having your own like personal space, I think is really helpful. Very true. And I think letting people know that you are being irritable for whatever reason, I think helps. And, you know, because we all need different things when we are in the mood, right? Some of us want to be left alone and need the space. And some mm-hmm. of us want to talk it out. Your family or roommates might not know that. And I think being irritable, a common reaction when we are scared, you know, when we don't know things. Because think about this COVID-19 is, you know, it's been so disruptive and we don't know when it's going to end. You know, that sort of having stress that doesn't have a clear ending. I think that uh, that makes it a little bit harder to manage. And the disease itself is something unknown and kind of scary too, you know, maybe for yourself or maybe for your family members. That fear that kind of comes with the unknown, I think that also impacts students who do have family members who are at, in like the risk category. So people who are older or who are immunocompromised. And I think there's also a degree of personal responsibility in protecting those individuals as well, which can be a scary thing to try to take on that responsibility when it does feel life or death. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's where like as Aggies, it's important that we we think, care and act responsibly. You know, we we need to think about each other. We need to care about each other. And then, um, you know, we need to take this serious and we need to act responsible. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. And I think that's valid. But, you know, it's something that as a community, we can overcome it. And it's important to, you know, continue, you know, like graduation may have been canceled. These fun events may have been canceled. And that's sad. Feeling sad is okay. 
but we need to recognize that these are unprecedented times and and everyone is going through this and and knowing that has helped me a lot and and it's given me a desire to take it seriously because the more we take it seriously and the more limit our distancing and we you know we stay home the faster that we can get things back to normal I, I think it says a lot about us as Aggie family that many of us, we take it so seriously. You know, the fact that the responsibility feels, responsibility to, to keep other people safe, you know, feels almost scary. That, that means like we take it that much seriously, that we know, we realize how our decisions can impact other people and that we care about supporting each other and keeping each other safe. I think that really says a lot about what a strong community we have. And I love the support that we all have for each other too. Like, you know, in my um, social community, like with my friends who also work at Utah State, you know, we are taking physical distancing seriously. So just the other day, you know, we were just on the group chat talking about not being able to go back to the grocery store when we forgot to buy mushrooms from grocery and we really want it. And then one of us are like, oh, we haven't done grocery store shopping yet. So I'll pick it up for you and drop it off at your store, at your, at your house. Or sometimes, you know, when we have extra toilet paper, we are texting each other and asking, hey, does anybody need, you know, toilet paper or paper towel or flour or whatever it might be. But I really feel like we're all in this together and doing this together. Yeah, and I think we're all really appreciative of like the the steps the university is taking to keep us all safe and connected. Um, and there will be more links in the episode description um, for where you can find those resources. But until next time, thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for being here and having this chat. And go Aggies. Thank you.